What do you feel is holding you back in life? What do you think that you have to do to uh, make your life better than it is currently? What can we do to close 2020 and for the forthcoming future and the impending year make life better? What's going on, everyone? This is RFBM, Raising the Financial Bar with Mar. So today I want to talk to you guys about something I really feel is important. Uh, Throughout 2020, there's been a lot of things that's been going on. People have been going through a lot of turmoil. There's been economic disparity amongst other things. And I just want to recognize the things that I feel like have affected a lot of people, including me, and what we can do about it. I just want people to understand that... uh, we're all human. There's a lot of things that I've seen throughout social media, throughout uh, posts from entrepreneurs, political things, racial things, you know, all of the likes. And at the end of the day, it comes down to uh, what can we do for ourselves, but also where's the empathy? And I don't expect people to have empathy for uh, anybody, but I expect people to have respect And although that is something that's almost like a novelty these days, I think that it's also important because we've all struggled through this throughout this year. Well, not all of us, but a lot of us have struggled. There's a lot of factors that tie into that. So without further ado, let me just get into some of the things. Oh, well, for one, I feel like a lot of us were unprepared for disasters, which no one was expecting the virus or COVID or anything like that to happen. However, uh, we should, what this taught me is that we should expect the worst at all times. We should have emergency savings. We should make sure that our debt is paid off or that we're working towards paying that debt. We should have multiple streams of income. And to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I've been trying to be as consistent as possible when it comes to getting back into this business. You know, it's it's one of those things where you really have to sit down and just take uh, accountability for yourself. And I feel like a lot of us were not expecting things to happen the way they have. But now that we've faced it, it's time to start taking things seriously and working towards the steps to get to a solution to a lot of our problems that we are dealing with. So before I get into the external factors that are a reason why we are in the positions that we are, I want to get into why we personally are in the position that we are from our own decisions. So one of the biggest things is our depth situation. I say time and time again, but when I'm speaking to others, I'm also speaking to myself. Um, We have to get out of the idea of, uh, you know, self-gratification or um, just overall materialism. It's cool to want these things, but at the end of the day, nine times out of ten for the average American, these material things that we are seeking do not do anything to make us better financially. So essentially, they're a 
they're hurting us. And there's so many things that we can do to get out of that. Uh, Self-gratification doesn't do anything for us. So I think the biggest thing that we should focus on is making our money work for us, making our money help ourselves. So when it comes down to it, what I mean by that is you work a job, correct? Or you might work multiple jobs or you might have a side hustle. That's a whole nother topic, but I implore people to also have multiple forms of income because as you can see now, it would be very beneficial if you had multiple, no? So what I really wanted to stress is that you have a job, correct? A lot of us have a job. For those that are, a lot of us have a form of income. Your income is a tool. A lot of people don't understand that, but let me break down why I say your income's a tool. You use your income to cover bills for expenses, to take care of you or take care of your family or take care of the people that you care about, the people that are close to you. So what sense does it make to continue to use that same money for things that you don't need? You need to pay your debt off. You need to pay your bills. You need to take care of you and your family. So why spend your money on these things that you don't need? And that's, well, let me just break it down here. Every time we spend these, uh, every time we spend uh, dollars on things we don't need, we're basically making somebody else's family richer. What sense does that make? You know what I mean? Uh, I think that one of the biggest things that we can do for ourselves is invest and uh, save our money. So everybody doesn't understand stocks, but I implore people to research it. Everything's on the Internet. You uh, want to invest in the stock market. You want to have emergency savings. Uh, A lot of financial experts, like I said, I'm not a financial expert. I'm human. I make mistakes as well. But financial experts, a lot of them say to have, you know, three to six months of rent in the event that something happens. Now, I know a lot of people are having different types of responsibilities and different type of uh, life styles and things that they can't control. But in the event that you have money available, you should be putting that towards a savings or putting that into the stock market or putting that towards paying debts because debt is a trap and Debt is a trap that is putting a lot of us in a position where we can't rise. And as the rich continue to get richer, we continue to be in a debt uh, pit. You are in control of your future. And there's so many things that are limits in you. Now, I'm no Dave Ramsey, but car payments, if you're going to try to get the interest rates as low as possible, try to save money in the long term. So you might want the Benz, you might want the Lexus, but why not get a Toyota or a Honda Civic that, which I understand could be pricey as well, but choosing that over something else that can essentially hurt you in the long term. You know, I stress it so many, so many times in all of the content I've created about the long term. What is it in the long term? How much is this going to help you? Uh, Car payments can limit you. I'm almost done with my car payment myself, but I understand that the time that position I was, that 
it was my first car and I wanted to get to that point. But I realized that even back then, if I saved a little bit more, I could have saved more money long term. But that's neither here nor there. Now we're at the position we're at. We want to get as low of a car payment as possible if we can't buy a car in cash. Uh, we want to pay your phone in the full. Why are we paying monthly charges on phones that are essentially going to do nothing for us? You don't need the newest phone or the year before uh, model of a phone. As I mentioned earlier in one of my episodes with um, a good friend of mine named Tevi, who is extremely frugal, he's probably saved hundreds to thousands because he didn't do those $30, $40 a month payments for a phone. He just buy it at cash or used from somebody. Um, the luxury lifestyle that we want is there for us, but we have to make sacrifices before we reach there. You get what I'm saying? And anyways, fast forward back, the recent job, the most recent job I worked at, I was working at this company. It was a temp job. And one of the things that we would do was recruit substitute teachers. And I remember we have a shortage here in Florida right now. Um, and from my knowledge, a lot of teachers were being laid off and in turn, substitute teachers were filling those positions. And one of the things that struck me as crazy was the fact that we were only able to uh, pay substitute teachers at the max. I believe it was twelve dollars an hour, twelve dollars an hour. You go to school for four years to acquire twelve dollars an hour. Right. And that's what you, if you have your bachelor's degree, I think it was ten dollars for your associates and then maybe minimum wage if you just have your high school degree. I know. Absolutely ridiculous. But. I say all that to say that I was on the phone with uh, a person that I was calling that was a link that clicked on an ad to, to gauge interest in a substitute ad that they were posting to try to get more exposure. And so I what I would do was call the list of people that showed interest in that ad. And I remember I called this guy and uh, he, he was interested in being a substitute teacher and he you know, we talked, I did a couple of pre-screening questions, asked him, you know, his background, has he ever had any prior experience, uh, things that, you know, just typical things that you ask as a recruiter trying to screen somebody. Uh, and we got towards the end, you know, um, I was trained, you know, not to really tell them what the the salary necessarily was unless they asked you know or if they wanted more details about the benefits or the perks and you know i try to be as transparent as possible so i told them um i was like well it depends on your level of education he's like well i have uh two bachelor degrees and i was like okay well then you would be entitled to receive the max would be 12 dollars an hour and he was like 12 dollars an hour and it was just very awkward silence and I was like yeah $12 is the max and he was like I make more money delivering pizzas and all that made me think is how um, limited in scope we are with a lot of these jobs and it makes me think that there's nothing wrong with going to school but make sure if you're going to school you are able to get into a career that not necessarily makes you rich, but that can at least pay your bills and make you stable so that you can build wealth and use that money that you're acquiring from that to uh, 
build money on the ends, whether a business, whether the stock market, start <clears throat> stock market or, uh, you know, real estate, just all of these things in general. And um, after that, he was like, you know, um, I'll have to talk to my fiance. Honestly, if that was me, I probably would have just hang up. But he told me he'll think about it and he'll get back in contact with me. But the fact that he even consider it just makes you think about how um far along and what are we dealing with currently in uh florida and um there's so many things to consider build up your skills you know uh, it's been a tough year but it's taught me that you have to apply yourself uh try to find as many options as for yourself as you can because i know there's uh, emerging sector about the tech sector is really exploding maybe learn to code or learn a trade become an electrician or a plumber they're always in need um, or if you're going to to college uh, try to be as frugal as possible because in Florida especially we do need health workers or people in the health industry but how much depth are you willing to uh, incur to fulfill that and I hope that is your dream because at that point do you want to be miserable we've already 2020 has really showed us that there's so many things that um, we have to consider because even now, um, you know, I've accumulated some depth because I haven't been able to maintain a steady job. But I know that it'll be better. But it just goes to show you um, I was able to I ate through my emergency savings. And even then, I probably should have had more. But I um, ended up, you know, doing things like uh, Dave Ramsey would probably kill me using my credit card to try to cover expenses. And it just makes you think that maybe if I had a skill or maybe if I had a skill my business, because I do have a side business as well, I might've been in a better place and I would be able to uh, profit off of what we are currently dealing with. But it's just food for thought. This is just a lot to consider and just makes you think that what more could I have done to uh, get me to a better place in life? And then we have so many other influences. Let me get into the external factors. We have, you know, uh, uh, individuals mental health because all of the things that's been going on currently or the people already experiencing uh, traumas and mental health as well. It's even more aggravated than we have things like. Uh, political uh, issues where we're getting a lot of promises and we're not sure if they're going to be delivered. Uh, just recently, I uh, took account and watched a majority of the video of uh, President Joe Biden uh, discussing some of the policies and just things in general that he wants to uh, get into action and just uh, pretty much addressing a couple of things. And I'll play a little bit of the information and just you, you yourself, tell me what you think. Every one of you are dealing with something that is very personal and affects all of you differently, although in one sense, everybody's affected in the same way. So I want to thank you for joining me today and for sharing with me what you and your families are going through. And I know times are both tough, but I believe that with the right policies, we can fundamentally change things. And my hope is that we'll be able to help in a short order, but that depends a lot on our friends in Congress and the other side who are prepared to take the action that has to be taken. The full Congress should come together and pass a robust package of relief to address your urgent needs now. And that means extending unemployment insurance 
for Lori and Jessica and Karen and the millions of Americans who, like them, who've lost their jobs and or ours through no fault of their own. And uh, that's going to help you put food on the table and pay the bills. We've got to make sure businesses like yours, Dan, have the resources they need in addition to the guidance and health and safety standards to open safely, to open safely. And that, that will help businesses stay open, hire workers, and like all of you. Thirdly, we have to provide states and cities the funding so workers like Lori can go back to work as their job as a school crossing guard, keeping children safe. And we have to make sure that people, fourthly, people can't get evicted from their homes because they can't pay their rent or their mortgage payment during the pandemic. At the end of the day, uh, political power is strong, but we also have to focus on what we can do. You know, what I noticed is a lot of times we're focused on uh, stimulus and all of the government aid, which, um, like I said, I'm not playing the side of um, Democrat or Republican. But these things are things that are oftentimes in the news. And I feel like the relief that they say are, they're going to send to us, we're not sure when they're going to send to us. And honestly, I'm not really buying it. And I say this only because uh, while Democrats and Republican Republicans are bickering over what we should do, uh, this is too much money or this is not enough money or people need to figure it out themselves. There are hundreds of millions of Americans trying to find their way and are in need of support now it's interesting uh the thoughts that he had on the unemployment and uh suggesting the six hundred dollars you know and just other resources for people that are struggling to pay their mortgages because there's a lot of things in um a lot of issues at hand there's a lot of people that will be homeless if they don't extend, you know, the January deadline uh, for people to not be evicted. And, you know, landlords are going to want their money as they should. And people are in need of support to try to make their payments to get there because this is not necessarily anyone's fault. This is more of a collective problem. And instead of finger pointing out whose fault is what, we should be focused on what we can do to make um, society better. And when I say society, especially America, and there's a lot of things to consider. I personally, I think there's a lot of chaos going around about the virus. And some people think that we should reopen and some people think that we should completely shut down and you are entitled to your opinion, but I find it odd how uh, people are basically crucifying somebody for feeling one way as opposed to the other. And I think that that doesn't really do anything. It just creates more division. And to be honest, I can see the side of why somebody would want to reopen the economy, because although that could be um, a chance that more people will die from this uh, deadly disease. Um, also, we have to take into account how impactful the economy will suffer from us not taking any action. But it's not really what I'm not 
are too much uh, stressed about is opening or reopening uh, or closing the economy and trying to just keep people at home or allowing people to freely, you know, go about how it used to be before this chaos started back in March is the safety measures to make sure that we can effectively do either choice or maybe there's something around the middle so that people can, you know, a lot of people want to work, a lot of people want to get back into their businesses or um, try to uh, make that transition back to a normal life. And there's a lot of people that are scared of what can happen because um, there's a lot of misinformation going on and there's a lot of um, uh, things being said about the severity of the virus or lack thereof. So, um, more research for sure. Uh, there's a lot of distrust because nobody knows really what's going on and well, to an extent, but nobody really knows the full magnitude or what's the next step we'll have to take, you know, and it's understandable, but the biggest thing is how can we make sure everybody is safe and how can we, uh, progress in a you know how can we move forward instead of constantly dealing with uh, what we're currently dealing with it's just one of those things where I think we have to be more open-minded to different opinions and also see how we can come up with solutions as opposed to problems because all I see around Mm -hmm. right now is people talking about the different problems that we are dealing with but Nobody has a lot of solutions. And when I mean solutions, actually valid, reasonable, realistic solutions that can help our society. So that's something to consider as well. Um, I appreciate the support that I've got, although um, I can't wait until I continue to grow further in this Um platform and I just hope everybody stays safe and considers uh, some of the things that I've mentioned and if you like this please give it a thumbs up on YouTube and also please continue to listen to my podcast on all of the platforms that I have them on and I hope everybody continues to be safe and tries to expand their mind and think, you know, um, the virus has actually affected people within my family. So I know that this is a serious thing, but um, notwithstanding, I think that we should consider things where we can make ourselves more uh, financially stable. I understand people think holidays are important. Think about um, how this is going to help you when you think about purchasing gifts, because a lot of us, I feel like we shouldn't be purchasing gifts right now. We should be focused on, um, the task at hand. Um, I appreciate everyone. I love, um, all of my supporters and I really wish the best for everyone. Um, once again, this is RFBM raising the financial bar with Mar. And this is just, uh, another, uh, issue that you you know will have to overcome through faith uh dedication determination and consistency and we out be safe our own mind has to be changed we have to change our uh mind about ourselves instead of fulfilling my promise to start instead of me you know doing a good job and carrying on the empire and that's that's a hell of a job with 21 year old 
You know what I'm saying? That's how the job of any youngster, male or female, to have to build it. Because this world is such a. Gimme, 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 gimme. Everybody back off. You know, everybody's like you taught that from school. I, I don't come to bow, you know. I come to conquer.